0: Three, two, one. Welcome to The Dose of Caesar, the podcast that runs weekly life experiments, questions, assumptions, and explores new ways of thinking. I'm your host and fellow experimenter, Caesar. This podcast is brought to you by The Caesar Encyclopedia. That's my weekly newsletter that goes out every Friday where I share quotes, books, all sorts of shit I find throughout my my week. And it's every week. really is every week. You want an extra dose of Caesar, then you can sign up by going to doseofcaesar.com forward slash newsletter. This is going to be a short episode. Really what we're going to be talking about is this quote by Richard Kosh. Now, Richard Kosh wrote... Um, the book that I read from Richard Kosh is called The 80-20 Principle. Um, and it's all about the 80-20 Principle that comes from Pareto? Uh, yeah. This is a quote. This is how the quote goes. Discover what you are best at doing and enjoy that is different from what all of your other peers are doing and that requires relatively little effort from you. Then put huge effort into honing that skill so that it becomes monstrously greater than anyone else's. Keep demanding that each year you make your peculiar talent more peculiar and much more potent. Use that skill to make the world a more interesting place. Don't care about making money. If you have a fantastically different and useful skill, everything else you want will follow. Richard Koch. And that is um, apparently from some interview where he was asked, what advice would you give to a smart kid that is going to go into high school? This quote I came about because I was listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast with his interview with Richard Koch. And Tim brings this quote up asking if that is an accurate quote. Did he actually say that? And it appears he, Richard Koch says that he did. I wanted to talk about this quote because it's a fascinating thing that that one of my professors said something similar, not as um not in those exact words, but the message was the same. Uh, this professor, his name was uh, Dr Moore in uh u t austin and it was very powerful. That class was always very powerful. I I enjoyed going to the cl- that class um, all the time, every week. Uh, but this this one particular class was extra powerful because he said he just said that he said focus on building on the impact that you make for the world, and everything else will follow. The money will follow. He particularly was focusing on the money that the money will follow. And that's the first time that I had heard that idea. That um, people weren't just searching for awesome ideas to make a shit ton of money. You know that I I couldn't believe, I didn't know that the primary reason a lot of people made money, not everyone, right, was um, there's some people in this world who just focus on doing building awesome shit, making amazing organizations. And, and focus on the impact that they have. And, and by result, they, they stumble upon a bunch of money. But that wasn't their intention. Their intention was just to build this, this thing that was not in the world yet. And I don't think uh, I'm... <sighs> I, don't, I wonder if I've learned that lesson yet. I wonder if I am... Um, am I following that? I don't know. Because I do, want, I do want to make money. I want to make a shit ton of money. Let's be honest here. I wanted to make a shit ton of money. But also, I do know that when I look back at the times that, that when have I felt like, I guess if if I were to call it a bit of fulfillment, when have I felt fulfillment? It's been times when I've made uh, somebody else's day. When I've made somebody else um, experience something that uh, they weren't expecting or that, that, that was seemingly... In their eyes, uh, impossible. Like a gift or something, uh, you know, like a, an act of kindness, a random act of kindness. Um, those are the those are the times I felt the best. And I'm not saying like building a huge company and solving an incredible world problem is like a random act of kindness, but in maybe in some sense it is. Maybe in some sense it is. Because it's, it's on a way bigger scale, on a way bigger scale and more uh, defined, more in- people pursue it more intensely. Yeah, well, anyway, Richard Kosh, 80-20 Principle, if you want to read a pretty interesting book, uh, I, rec- I recommend his, his book, The 80-20 Principle. I think that's what it's called. Uh, it's got a big 80-20 on the front. And keep this quote in mind, possibly. I'm going to read it again because I really wanted to have this quote on my podcast. So here we go. Discover what you are best at doing and enjoy that is different from what all of your peers are doing and that requires relatively little effort from you. Then put huge effort into honing that skill so that it becomes monstrously greater than anyone else's. Keep demanding that each year you make your peculiar talent more peculiar and much more potent. Use that skill to make the world a more interesting place. Don't care about making money. If you ha- if you have a fantastically different and useful skill, everything else you want will follow. Boom, baby. Yeah, this also got me thinking about like my own skills, and that I I remember why I had so much fun when I heard this idea, this quote, when I heard Tim say this quote because what a fucking amazing life to live if you live your life by that quote right if you we all have we all already have a set of skills i have a set of skills and so i started to think what skills do i enjoy and then i'm pretty good at and that doesn't sound like a bad fucking plan like if you were to tell me caesar come up for a plan for the rest of your life right now that quote like i'd probably pull out a piece of paper. I'd write down the skills that I think I'm pretty good at. And then I'd, I'd rank them to see which ones do I enjoy. Then I think I'd choose the top three. And then I would just focus all my energy on making those skills, getting better at those skills. And being better than the, the best that I can be. I was going to say being better than anyone else. But just really being the best at, at those skills, not trying to hone other skills. That's interesting, though, because what if 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 I fully commit to those three skills right in this example, if we're still doing this, this example where I pull out the sheet of paper and I write those three, three skills that I'm really good at and that I enjoy. If I fully commit to those three skills, does that mean that I wouldn't learn any other skills? Does that mean that I have to avoid the temptation to focus energy into learning other skills that seem interesting to me and that I think I could probably be good at. Um, but would that be a mistake to pursue those skills? And perhaps the, I think looking back, let's look back on college. When I look back on my college career, one of the mistakes that I made, not a mistake, but it's kind of like I, I laugh at myself because I was trying to do, I was trying to be like an, three or four clubs at the same time and I got like a like Tim Ferriss puts it a millimeter deep (laughs) on each one so I got no depth like I was kind of like surface on the involved in the surface level versus what I could have done was chosen one chosen one club that really excited me that really I liked and of course it's not going to it's not going to encompass everything because, and what I mean by everything is, I'll give you an example. I, I, re- I wanted to be in a business club because I wanted the business aspect of it, but I wanted to be in like a, a dancing club, Latin dance, because I really wanted to learn how to Latin dance. And I knew if I was only in the Latin dance club, I wouldn't get to, to learn the business skills. I wouldn't get to meet the business people that I wanted to meet. That was my assumption um and then the other one was that I, sometimes i would join like uh s- some other uh sports clubs like I, I did rowing for a bit and i was really interested in doing jiu jitsu but that that wouldn't fit in my schedule so you see i wanted to do all these things but because i was being pulled in every direction it's that um it's that that old story that I don't know. Uh, Oh, yeah, it's also on Tim's podcast by, who was the guy? It was CD Baby, the guy who started CD Baby. I can't believe I forgot his name. I emailed him, and he emailed back. What was his name? I can't believe I forgot his name. But the guy who started CD Baby, he talks about the story of the the donkey who's in between um, food, and he's in between water, and he's both thirsty and hungry. And so he looks to the right. To the food and he looks to the left to the water and then he does that over and over again because he can't decide what he wants to eat first um and the lesson that the guy w- who was telling the story was trying to portray or was trying to give to the audience was that if only if, if the donkey only had the ability to look a little bit further into the future or like think about it a little bit that if he went for the food first then he can go for the water or vice versa he could have both it's just that you can't have both at the same time Uh, but the donkey can't do that so he ends up dying of both both thirst and starvation and that's a bit extreme but in a sense that's kind of what i did in college where I, I couldn't decide of what I wanted to do first. I, I wanted to do it all first. I wanted to dance. I wanted to, be, uh, I wanted to have the business connections, and I wanted to be really fit. And I ended up doing most of them very mediocrely. Whereas if I could have dedicated a year to dance, I probably would have become a pretty good dancer. Um, and then I would have dedicated a year to business. I would have, met, I would have built some strong connections with people. And then a year to working out to like some, some sport, I probably would have gone decent at that sport. Huh. And so going back to this quote on a bigger scale now, now that I've learned that lesson, it's kind of like with, with this quote being brought up, it's like the, it's like life kind of nudging me. And being like, hey motherfucker, what are you gonna do now with life? Are you gonna move forward and are you gonna do the same thing? Kind of can't decide um what you wanna do and try to do it all mediocrely, or are you gonna go deep? Are you gonna go deep in a few skills. It's scary. I'm gonna be honest with you, it is scary to go deep for in my mind. It's scary to go deep in a few skills because I feel like I'll I'll be missing out. <laughs> I feel like I'll be missing out on 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 everything I want to do. If I do only one thing, am I gonna miss out on everything else? The answer is probably no. <laughs> the answer is probably it's all in your head. What you're missing out on. Very interesting to think about. Um and and, and I'm pausing because I'm wondering if I should commit right now. I'll commit after the podcast. I'm going to write some shit down. I'm going to write some shit down. But for now, I'm going to leave you with that. And whatever you're doing, uh, perhaps take a moment to think of those skills. Think of those skills and put some more energy into, into honing those skills. Until next time, thanks for listening.